Welcome to Megan Meets, a podcast hosted by me, Megan Scully, in association with Salt Float and Recovery Suites. Ireland's first dedicated natural health spa, offering flotation therapy, infrared and traditional Finnish saunas, contrast therapy, and no contact compression massage and more. Salt is located two minutes from the M6 motorway on the outskirts of Galway City, and they stock a wide range of Irish health and wellness products. Take time to look after you this year at Salt, experts in holistic wellness. Keep listening for special offer at the end. In the first series, I'll be exploring health and wellness and each guest will be chatting to me about the work they do. You'll learn more about alternative healing methods, health, happiness, and so much more. Get involved by using the hashtag MeganMeets. Hit subscribe and share the love with friends and family or those who you feel could benefit from the health and wellness topics and methods discussed. Join me now, it's Emer Lynch, how are you getting on? Hi, how are you? <laughs> Good, thanks for, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I want to get straight into it, um, you are a yoga instructor, but firstly, tell us about who Emer Lynch is. Um, Emer Lynch is, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, I am from Galway and I would say that I am, well I am a yoga instructor now. I previously worked in the health industry for four years before I became an instructor so I worked in the health store here in Briarhead mm-hmm. and I I suppose that's where I got to learn a lot about alternative health Yeah. and met a lot of people through that work um, and decided to, I knew then that that was kind of the area that I wanted to work in, um, something to do with health. So growing up then, would you have known much kind of about yoga or alternative healing or was it like pretty much from working in that shop? Um, I, mm, no, I wouldn't have. Um, actually I would, I would say I have an aunt that is an acupuncturist. Oh yeah. Acupuncturist and she was all into her herbal um, remedies and so growing up I would have um, I suppose learned a bit from her in that side of things um, I was sick myself throughout secondary school um, I was in and out of hospital I had a couple of surgeries and then I started working in the health store and started to learn about alternative therapies I didn't know that there was something that you could take to help yeah. that didn't have to be prescribed medication um, and that just opened my eyes and I was just blown away by you know um just different things that were out there yeah I suppose growing up as a child you would have known your maybe your fish oils and your multivitamin <laughs> or you know I know we had echinacea in our house um because of my aunt yeah. or you know acupuncturist um but it was when I started working in the health store that's when I my eyes were really opened up to a, a whole other world because I suppose in the health store, like I think I find, you know, I go to a health shop and I literally go, um, I need something for this. So like you had to learn about everything. Yeah. Regard- like, you know, even if you would say, even if you didn't want to, you had to learn about it. You, ha- you kind of have, to, people come into a shop like that and expect you to be the expert. Yeah, yeah. So I guess you do become a bit of an expert then. Oh, 100%. And I actually went in, started there part-time while I was in college and then went full-time. And it was all on the job training, like, and that is the best way to learn. Literally, throw yourself at the deep end and learn as you go. And um, those girls working there at the time, they were qualified nutritionists and had other um backgrounds. So, I learned a lot from them as well. Yeah. And also, they would send you on trainings. So I worked there for about four or five years, um, and yeah was a lot of knowledge taken in and I, it's funny because we used to laugh and say people would come in and go hi can I speak to somebody qualified oh. 
<laughs> like qualified in what? <laughs> you know, and it's because I think I look so young. Yeah. And so um, it's good. Good I, complete. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, qualified in in what? You know, because you could be qualified in a massive area yeah. to work in the health store, or you know, um, the the alternative health industry is vast. You know, so you could be qualified in anything. But anyway, um. Yeah, so I just, I learned loads and I was obsessed with it. Like, I wanted to learn more and more and more. And I think my brain, I was just a sponge at the time as well. And again, relating it back to me and my ailments and, and your family and maybe what, you know, their ailments would be. And I said, oh, you could take this or you could try this. Um, so yeah, that really opened up my, uh, the health store I'd say was, was my basis for really knowing the alternative. That, that's great I suppose then as you were saying you're learning then you were probably trying out these things as you're going along because I guess again to, to learn more about them I suppose you want to, to use them all yeah so you're saying then you knew you want to kind of work in the, the health field in some shape or form so yeah. when was it that you kind of got drawn to yoga Um. so after the health store I decided to I became a sales rep so still within the industry so I was going around to health stores and pharmacies all around Ireland um, and I did that for two years because Again, it was still within the industry. It was just a different area. Um, and I, the idea of traveling around Ireland was appealing. And um, seeing all the different health stores and seeing what they had was also um, a bonus. But with the, throughout those two years, um, a lot of things happened in my life, mm-hmm. in my personal life. And I was, I had it all. Like as in, in my mind, I thought I'm living in Dublin. I'm living with my best friend. I have a great job. I have all this. Um, I get to travel around Ireland and see parts of Ireland that I would never get to see, probably. Um, and my life was great. And then I just hit. I suppose I had a bit of a breaking point. Lots of different things happened, um, and I wasn't coping very well. And even though the job as well is so good, and it's you know has loads of pros it has its cons as well I suppose I didn't really have a great routine you're on the road you're traveling you know um but I just yeah things it took its toll and I just I was getting really I was I was suffering with anxiety and I didn't know really at the time Mm. um and then I remember thinking one day I needed something I needed to do something to help myself and I needed to kind of get out of my head and I said I need to go to a yoga class because I remember I did yoga before and I enjoyed it mm-hmm. and I thought god I felt really good after doing yoga and I said I hadn't been to a yoga class in a very long time so that evening I went I just googled the nearest yoga class to me and I went and I got on the mat and I just was like I breathed for the first time in probably about a couple of weeks um, and I just felt like yeah I need to do more of this yeah. I was just I suppose that was my my coping mechanism at the time or my, my therapy um, and I what did I do I'm trying to think. yes then I said I need to do this more often so I decided to join up um, to a month's membership and I went every morning before work because I thought if I start my day right, yeah, it'll kind of you know reel from there, um, and that's kind of how I got into doing more yoga. And then things were still really tough, and I had a family member in hospital at the time, 
and I was going in and out visiting and I suppose taking on in my own mind a load of responsibility that I probably didn't need to take on um, and I was just still I was feeling stuck more and more um, and then I remember going for dinner with a friend one evening and it was him that kind of prompted it to me you know you know if you could do anything could do anything and you know what would you do because I was thinking I need to something needed to change and the job was getting tough and everything was just feeling hard and I said if I could do anything he's like yeah and I was like sure I just do yoga on a beach every day and the dream the, yeah <laughs> and that's like the seed was planted and I was like why don't you do that then <laughs> you're mad and then I just started thinking about it and yeah I just started like obviously that was just in my mind then and it wasn't like a direct plan okay I'm going to do this 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 and this it just kind of rolled from there I love that you said there you're like I had you know living in Dublin living with my best friend had a great job had a great life going on Mm -hmm. but something was wrong I think so many people listening are going to relate to that because I think that's something so many people actually kind of suffer out there and then but because they can't because they think on paper everything seems fine they're kind of like, well, then nothing could be wrong. Like, well, how could there be something wrong with me? Yeah. But I think, you know, I think if we all took a little, like, little, went to dig in a little bit, we'd probably realise that it could be something from childhood, it could be some trauma, like yeah. you mentioned, you're in hospital a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many different avenues in the life that we could probably take on that maybe only come out. Sometimes I find old traumas seem to come out when we're, when we're at our, when we think we're at our best or yeah. when we think we're at our happiest. I don't mm-hmm. know, is it because maybe our life seems like it's seamless and then suddenly it's like, oh, wait a second. Yeah. Something you haven't sorted out here. Yeah yeah and and it's so true and I I I used to joke and say you know you know I was like you know, I had a bit of a breakdown or a midlife crisis or you know uh or as Brene Brown calls it a spiritual awakening <laughs> and that was I so I was 29 turning 30 and everyone just thought oh this one was just having a hard time turning 30 and she just <laughs> wants to leave her job and go travel or whatever um but I yeah I just it was definitely a time where there was a lot brought to the surface for me. Yeah. And like you said, when things are going so well, and I think I was, I was having a lot of, I, I know now because I've been to therapy since and I, I've, I've done a lot of work. There was a lot of triggers in my life at the time and a lot of things came yeah. up and it all happened together. And so, yeah, I definitely think, like you said, when everything's going well, it kind of just seems like I should be happy. I mm-hmm. should be okay with this. God, if I'm not happy now, what's going to make you happy? Yeah. You know, you're thinking, and, and people around you are thinking, geez, well, what are you going to do? You know, because I did, I had made the decision that I'm leaving my job and I'm leaving here and I, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm, I know I have to move. So you made the decision. Mm-hmm. You had the vision of yoga on the beach. Yeah. So what happened next? <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I, I knew that I was going to... Um, and I knew I wanted to travel, I knew I wanted to go back to Australia because I lived there for a year oh, previously. So I knew I wanted to go on holidays there um, and I said I'd do, uh, I wanted to go on the Camino. I wanted to go to Australia and I knew I wanted to do a yoga teacher training. Whether, and again at that time there was seeds planted but it wasn't like I'm going to do this and then this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. It was more like, it was more for me. I wanted to go and delve into it because it helped me so much yoga was my saviour when I needed something that I wanted to learn more about why I felt so good when I practised it. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I left Dublin and I went on the Camino, um, which is the walk across Spain, if anybody doesn't know. And so you go and you bring your backpack and you walk for six weeks or however long, <laughs> however long, long you want to. You just walk. People go, so what do you do? You just, you just get up every day and you walk and then you rest and then you walk. And, um, and I remember telling my friends, you know, that I was buying a few bits to go on the Camino and I was telling them what I was buying going with two outfits I'm like yeah so you like basically bring the bare minimum because you're going to be carrying your backpack and to me that was like bliss I was going to be having no decisions to make I'm going to get up and I'm just going to put on what I have I'm going to walk and all I want to do is go for a really long walk to think yeah I just that was my my thing um and then my Camino was cut short um I came home for my grandmother's funeral and then I decided to stay at home and help look after my other granny that was sick at the time. And so I stayed at home for about three months. And then I went to Australia for my holiday, back to see friends. Um, and that was, that was amazing actually. When I went back to Australia, I felt like I was back home or something. Um, and then I got a phone call saying my other granny had actually passed away. So I flew back home and a uh, horrible flight I just I, I didn't know if I was going to come home or not and I did um, and then uh, it was only about three weeks two weeks I was home two weeks after the funeral and I flew back out because I had my training booked in Bali ah yeah so I had it all okay. kind of booked and planned yeah. so Australia was cut short came home and um, but my flights accommodated everything was booked for Bali um, so I just rebooked flights back out to Bali so Two long haul, three long haul flights, I should say, in a couple of weeks was not pretty, but um, worth it. Um, and then when I went, got to Bali, I was going to be there for two months, and it was amazing because you're thinking I'm going here yeah. to this amazing place and I'm going to practice yoga, which is going to be epic, um, all day, every day, on a beach, on on a <laughs> beach probably, um, and like what I really, really wanted to do, but. I was obviously reeling in the grief yeah. after losing my grandmother and I just think my head was, my head and my heart were like separated at that time. Um, but I mean, I, like I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, but at the same time, my yoga journey wasn't what I, my yoga, I suppose, um, training mm -hmm. or that time that I planned to spend on yoga wasn't what I, I thought it was going to be. Um, but it was probably better and I, I learned, probably got a lot more from it um, but I was, it was very evident I was grieving throughout the whole time I was there um, but it was yeah it was it was a journey <laughs> incredible because I suppose I guess we, we see in social media the whole Australia thing we see the Bali thing mm -hmm. and I think sometimes like I see people in Bali and, and in Australia and I think oh my god just looks amazing all the time but I know from people who have been to Australia they say because the work-life balance over there is so much better that you know they say you do get up and go to the beach in the morning yeah. and then you go to work and then you might go to the beach again oh, yeah. and it's all um, active and kind of keeping healthy and keeping fit and keeping sunshine I suppose and vitamin D and like is so did you think maybe going to Australia that first time maybe made you realize that the, the work-life balance maybe in Ireland just isn't the way it should be compared to the way it was in Australia um I hear what you're saying and yes I definitely saw some of that um, but it was um, 
I was in Australia when I was 22 and I was really like I felt like I was really young and a backpacker lifestyle but I did get a glimpse of it because I lived with my cousin and um, they would have a two hour lunch if you go to the gym on your lunch so you can go to the gym you okay. can have your lunch so you get a longer lunch break if you go to the gym okay. or if you go to a Pilates class or whatever yeah. so that was the incentives in Australia and like you said in before work go for a run before work lunchtime after work it was it was a real a real active lifestyle over there you know not for me I was back back when I was living the life <laughs> um, working traveling um, out drinking you know yeah. I was I was there for, I was there for different <laughs> reasons at the time um, but when I was there that's when I knew I wanted to go back to college to finish my degree because I was thinking oh well I want that lifestyle so I have to have a degree and a good job okay, in yeah. order to live in Australia and live the lifestyle and, and have the finance to be able to do that um, and I did I came home and I did that in a certain way I, I went down that path but um, yeah what I have learned is that sometimes chasing a career or something for financial you know just finances is not going to have to sit right with you yeah. Um, but yeah definitely Australia they have a whole and I think Ireland's getting better it is yeah, I think, yeah. but again I suppose Oz just has the weather <laughs> to compete with you know like, it has a natural vision yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I want to so t- talk about Bali then about maybe mm. you know teaching yoga then people because obviously mm. you did yoga first for yourself mm-hmm. and then you realised oh, okay yeah. right I want to teach this to other people because as you mentioned there's so many benefits to yoga. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I remember while I was in my training, I remember saying to my teacher, Joe, I said, you know, like, this is amazing and I love this, but, I, like, I can't teach this. Mm. Um, and and throughout the... the I, I don't know, I suppose I had a lot of um, negative thought maybe throughout and, and self-doubt, and like I said, I was grieving, so it was just, I was a bit of a mess. But at the end of the training, he said to me, like, you have to teach. And I was kind of going, what? And I'm like, sure, he's going to say that to everybody. We're all his students. And he, you know, he's going to say that to everybody. Um, but no, I, I had a conversation with him. And, um, you know, as we know it, with anything in life, you can practice something mm-hmm. and not be able to teach. Or you can, you know, practice something and be able to teach it effectively. You know, yeah. doing yoga and teaching yoga are two very different things. Um, and he had said to me, he was like, you have the ability to teach. And he was like, you have the ability to connect with people. And I kind of came home thinking, okay, yeah, you know, maybe I will teach. And I, like I said, I, I didn't know, I didn't have like a set plan. This is what I'm going to do A, B and C. But actually it fell into my hands because my yoga teacher here was leaving and she asked me if I wanted to take over one of her classes. Oh, wow. And so I literally just walked into her class and I came home. And yeah, that's so I, I didn't ha- even have time to think about it. I just, I just said yes straight away. And I remember feeling really awkward because some of the people that I was going to be teaching, I practiced alongside with them. So okay, one day yeah. she just turned up and like, okay, so it's my last day and Emer's going to be teaching next week. And I was sitting there going, hi. <laughs> you know, uh, it just felt it felt strange like teaching your peers I suppose um but I just started nerves and all I you know because I kept thinking to myself oh like I'll teach when yeah I can do this or I can do that or but I was just thrown in the deep end and it was the best thing ever because I just taught and I just I actually as nervous and all as you are 
I just felt very comfortable actually once I got into it. Because Joe would say it. Yeah. You used to be a teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I think in life, a lot of times, you kind of have to just be thrown in the deep end because yeah. it just, it's like, you know, I think deep down, we all know we can do pretty much anything we put our minds to. But again, sometimes our mind kind of also stops us from doing things. Um, so you're teaching yoga and, you know, you're also practicing yourself. And, you know, a lot of people, like I know, I think we, we all know, there's many a study out there how beneficial yoga is. Yeah. And everyone's like, ah, you're just doing a few stretches. And it's like, it's a lot more than that yeah um because you mentioned there how you went to yoga and you'd always feel good and i find anytime i come out of yoga class and i'm just like i'm so mellow yeah and i just feel so like floaty like yeah i know we both just done a float as yeah. well a bit like a float yeah, yeah a bit yeah. like a float come out and you're like oh yeah. um but maybe for people who you know i think people need to do people need to go to yoga class and kind of understand that there's more than just stretching or do you think maybe it just will mm. come with time um i think people like anything in life, I always say, like, something comes into your life when the time is right. Yeah. You know, uh, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. I think there are li- lots of different styles of yoga. And so that's where I would start with people is kind of see what kind of style you would like and then yeah. find a class, you know, that would suit. Um, I know a lot of people would go to maybe, um, would want a, something light stretching, you know, mm. and something a little bit easy. And their first yoga class might be a power yoga class. I'm sure that's going to turn them off straight away. So I wasn't able to find it, <laughs> that yoga stuff. Um, so I think it's about finding, you know, what works for you or, you know, the right style of yoga. Um, and likewise, I think throughout your life or if different stages in your life, you might try different classes and different mm-hmm. classes will suit you. Um, the most common thing I hear, um, especially the last few weeks, I've heard a lot of people say to me, um, Oh, when you teach a bit of yoga, I said I do, yeah. Oh, well, I'd love to go, but I can't touch my toes. <laughs> or, I would, just, or I'm not a bit flexible, and I'm yeah. like, really, okay, yeah. I was like, neither am I, and I'm a yoga teacher, so it's fine, you know. So I think there is still that misconception about it that it's the, this particular person that goes to yoga. But yoga's for you know everybody. It's just finding the style of yoga that suits you. Interesting, so I, I, I'm quite sporty and I always yeah. went to, did, I think, it's probably wrong language now, but like I go to a yoga class and do like the, the flow or they yes. do the, the flow or something, it's yoga yeah. flow. Yeah. And then um, I was like, yeah, I love that because I was like, oh, stretching as if you know, play football, play tag rugby, getting a good stretch in here and yeah. getting into the, all these positions. And then there a couple of weeks ago, I did my first yin yoga. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I have to say, I loved <laughs> it. I loved it. I was like, I just... I, I just was like how have I not been doing this one all along because I might have thought the more physical moving flowing mm-hmm. moving around the place one would was, would suit me but after yin yoga I'm like I was like I, I have to go back but yeah. for those of you who are listening like what is yin yoga you, you can explain it yes <laughs> so to start off saying that I started with um hot yoga power mm-hmm. yoga like again like yourself I went to like the real hard challenging classes and that was me and that's what I loved and that's that's where I started to teach even yeah the power yoga um and over the last few years I've converted and I'm mainly yin based teacher now um I, I you know I, I still teach all styles but I fell in love with yin in Bali so I yin yoga is a style of yoga where you come into a pose or create a shape with your body um, and you're holding the pose for a couple of minutes so anywhere between two to seven minutes you could even work it up a little bit longer 
depending on the pose and depending on the class and, and etc. Um, it is probably, I find, I think, one of the most challenging mm. styles of yoga, but one of the most, I say beneficial, I'm not sure if that's the word I would use, but I call it a bittersweet yeah. because you're coming into it and you're going oh my god am I supposed to stay here for five minutes is she serious <laughs> you know and um, then as you relax and again it's one of those classes that you kind of the more you do the more you learn um, and the more comfortable you feel with it like anything um, and at the end and so after each pose you take a rebound pose which is basically lying flat on your back um, for your shavasana pose and you stay there again for a minute two minutes depending um, and it's in that rebound that I find the, the bliss comes in the real um, the real zen mm. kind of feelings um, but yeah so yin yoga is definitely more um, you're holding the poses so you don't need to be worrying about whether you're able for it or not you're going to be able for it and um, we also use lots of um, props in our yin yoga um, so your bolsters or pillows blankets things like that um, but yeah yin yoga is I would kind of say more meditative form of yoga maybe yeah it was just so relaxing I think whatever the hour class it felt like we only did maybe five yoga poses but it was yes. just as you said it was quite intense but I think I just loved it actually and I remember when there, she said like okay we're gonna hold this now for a few minutes yeah. and, like, okay. and then after for the first few minutes I was like Gosh, like, and then I was like, how come we're not coming out of it? Because like that, you, you, as you said, you stay in it for yeah. a while. And You're like, I've done my five breaths. Why am I not moving? Yeah. <laughs> and then we stay in it longer. And then suddenly, as you said, you kind of just, your body like suddenly melts or eases into it. And then, it's, then you just, you feel the release. And I remember yeah. there was one, I'm sure I, I, again, apologies to my yoga language, but it was something to do with the knees. And I don't, I hate my knees. I'm very like conscious knees. And I've fallen on them in track and fields and everything. Yeah. And then I remember she said, this is really good for your knees. I don't remember thinking, oh, it's really uncomfortable for my knees. But then like that, when I relaxed into it, I actually mm. was like, oh, my knees feel great. Yeah. It's, I have to say, I was converted, completely converted. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Um, and that's really, for me, I think, um, I found my, they talk about your yoga voice or your teaching yeah. voice. I think I found my voice through yin yoga in the sense that, yin yoga practice give it, it's a more quiet mm. so the teacher may or may not speak throughout the poses they'll guide you in always obviously um but you can do a full silent class whereas after you're guided into the pose the teacher won't speak through the pose or they may read some poetry read some you know lessons oh um yeah so it's it's i think it's a very different style um very different style and very i find meditative um so what I've gone into now is doing like yin yoga workshop. So I'll do a two hour well, self-care workshop. So it's all about um, journaling as well as yoga, your yin yoga, as well as your meditation um, and other self-care tips. And it's more like, I say it's just like I say, two hours self-care. It mm. is, it's all about going within. So and important. I find that with yin yoga, it's more because you're still in, in the body, finding stillness in the body. Stillness in the mind, so it's really, really meditative and um, self reflective, I suppose. So, for people who want to get involved in these workshops, where can they 
Like, do you advertise online or how do people get involved? Yeah, Instagram. I'm just everything through Instagram. <laughs> and like I say, I always say to people, I'm like, I'm doing everything the old fashioned way, like pen and paper. Yeah. I have no, like, um, you know, I, I'm so bad. I don't even have a website, nothing. Um, like I said, I didn't really have the, the plan, you know, when I came back step by step, this is what I'm going to do. I just kind of fell into everything. And um, in the last year or two, I've been really kind of tuning in to follow my heart and more what I want to do and kind of um yeah as I say I'll get an idea and I'll trial it and if it goes well yeah great and I think as you mentioned like things are getting back together or back open and like we're allowed to do things together in real life and I think that's what's important about workshops now and I think Mm. you know people are crying out for that that kind of connection with people as I know technology is great zoom saved our lives you know was you know kept us connected when we were completely alone but I think now everyone needs that connection and there's definitely a desire of people to meet like-minded people now yes yeah Mm. definitely um and even just with 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 numbers like before I used to have like 20 Mm. people in a room and yeah. you can't have that now so I think with the workshops it gets a bit of place because it's it's more it's smaller numbers so it's more intimate and that way then you can you can tailor it more to um to suit a smaller group I should say um and yeah definitely like you said meeting like-minded people I was actually speaking to somebody else on the phone this evening that asked me would I be interested in collaborating with him doing something else and I'm like yeah that's what people need yeah. that's what people want um and we've seen it over the last year as well everybody getting together particularly sea swimming it's become massive <laughs> as we all know and yeah so just kind of get in touch with people that have similar interests or are on a similar journey to you I suppose and um, I think with myself as well like when I started when I came home first and started a bit of teaching I was kind of sharing what I was learning and again the different styles of yoga um, and then I've grown over the last couple of years so then obviously everything else has grown and my teaching has changed everything has changed and I struggled with that in the beginning because I was like no this is what I'm supposed to be doing yeah. whereas now I'm like no Emma it's okay to change um, and I've definitely gone down more um, going within like I said so I teach a lot more yin yoga now um, and I'm definitely gone down the personal development route on the extreme like I'm going into I'm going into a whole rabbit hole and you can't get out (laughs) I think it's good though to know that you know go if you know go into your class and go into your workshops you know that it's completely genuine because you're doing it because you also want to do it because you're in the very mind to maybe teach class or you're very mind to to give the class you're not doing because you have to do it which I think is a lot means a lot of people too and I think they can you know they they see that and feel that yeah um but I do have to ask you of course what is your Instagram page (laughs) it is Emer Lynch Yoga very simple E-M-E-R I should say E-M-E-R yes um the easy way as I say E-M-E-R Emer Lynch Yoga yeah um and yeah there's my I'm again like anything else I have times where I'm very good at sharing lots of what I've learned, lots of my knowledge. Um, and then there's times where I'm not so great at sharing. But that's just, I've, I've come to accept that as well as part of me. And depending on what I'm going through in my journey at the time, um, you'll notice spurts and lulls on the Instagram. But I am there. <laughs> it's, it's a, it is a, you know what, it's social media is a full-time job as well. Like people, yeah. you know, it is a full-time job. And I have friends who are saying, I need to get on social media, what do I do? And I was like, you just... You nearly have to kind of set your mind to yeah. your calendar, like hey, social media from here to here, yeah. just because it is. There's a lot to it now, and yeah. everything's online. And I guess it's just yeah. a way to get in, in touch with people. Yeah, um, 
yeah again so i like and i'm I'm going through a, a transition myself at the minute as well yeah. with with everything and kind of going where i want to go what i want to share and for example with the work i share a certain amount on instagram yeah and then in the workshops they get a more in-depth okay. and it, it, from feedback even i've gotten from people it's like you know it, it's i don't want to say like transformative that's i don't know if that's the word i use but like I am teaching from a place of where I'm at, yeah. you know, and, and what, where I've been. Um, and you just, I think you just connect on a, on a different level then. Um, and so I suppose they're finding that very beneficial and it's just more um, one-to-one, I suppose, in a way. Yeah, and so people can connect you then and, you know, know that they're getting a real-life experience yes. as well. And then also learning from real-life experiences. Yes, exactly, yeah, yeah. Emer Lynch, it's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you here in Salt. And I said we both were floating. So yeah, I know. We're still floating. I don't, I don't know if the words were even coming out there because I'm still, I've left half my brain cells down the floats. We're so relaxed and chilled out and we'll sleep well tonight. But yeah. as I said, thank you so much. It's been great to chat to you. And of course, Emer Lynch Yoga, E-M-E-R. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Megan Meets with me, Megan Scully, in association with Salt Float and Recovery Suites. Get 20% off single therapies at Salt. Enter Meg Meats at the checkout or in store. Check out saltfloatrecovery.com for booking and for more information. And remember, hit subscribe and share the love with friends and family or those who you feel could benefit from the health and wellness topics and methods discussed.